welcome, 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 welcome. You are most welcome to the Dreamer Girl Podcast. My name is Bemisola. I am your host and I am so grateful that you tuned in. This is going to be lit. Episode 31, Impatient. Hi guys, welcome to the Dreamer Girl Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm so grateful that you tuned in, you know, just to listen to what I have to share and to what I want to talk about. Today, I want to talk about being impatient. You know, I'm seeing the My Feelings series and I'm talking about being impatient. The feeling of, you know, I'm done with this. Can we move on to what's next? The feeling of when will I blow? The feeling of when would it, when would it be my time? When would it be my turn? Uh, but before we get into that, last week and the week before, I talked about social media, being online and then being politically correct. And it's so funny because every time I, I've listened to that episode or thought about that episode, there was always something more that I wish I'd said. And one big thing that I realized I didn't say is, you know, talking about social media from the context of time management. And I think that's that's somewhat okay because most times when people talk about social media in the negative light, that's where that's what they go to. The fact that we waste a lot of time on social media. But I think it's worth mentioning mentioning again that it's hard to prove that most of the time spent on social media is actually useful. And you just want to keep that at the back of your mind. So as you're spending hours scrolling or minutes scrolling, just remember that yes, you can call this relaxation. Yes, you can call this, you know, your spare time. Yes, you can call this your take it easy time. Yes, but it's hard to call it useful time, to call it productive time. Maybe if you're an influencer, you can, you know, you can say that. But even then, regardless, it's easier to waste time on social media than to actually invest time. And it's just something to keep in mind that if you spend, say, 30 hours on social media, there's a high chance that of that 30 hours, maybe barely two or three are actually useful hours where you did something productive or you learned something or you grew your business. Most of it is usually just, you know, cheap gist, junk content, stuff like that. So you just want to keep that in mind with your time because your time is precious. Your time is precious. You're here on assignment. You have purpose to your life. There are people connected to your life. You have skills. You have gifts that are worth exploring, that are worth sharing. And I just want to remember that. Like there's so much value in you for your time to be wasted, you know? So going back to what I want to talk to you about today, um, being impatient, seeing it gets, you know, the more you, you sow seeds of discipline and talent or, you know, hard work, the more, the more you want to see results, right? You want to know what's next. I want to see the fruit of the labor. And even for me personally, going to the podcast, going to like being in school right now, going to writing like the fiction stories, the fictional stories I write and things like that. It's like, what will this become? And can you become that already? Like, can I see where this is going already? And on this week's episode, I just want to speak to that feeling of impatience. They always say patience is a virtue. It's just one that we really don't have, that most of us don't have. But it's something that we can cultivate. It's something that we can think through. It's something that we must think through and develop because great things take time. Like, good things take time. And as you start your journey, you know, going on this, your journey of your life, of a lifetime, the adventure of your life, as you start that journey, it's important to remember that it's going to probably take time. It's likely going to take a lot of time. Things don't happen overnight. Like, for the most part, maybe there's, you know, the outlier somewhere that was actually an overnight success. But when you talk to most people that we deem overnight success successes they'll tell you that they've been at this thing for years they've been at their craft for years and then one day the world noticed or one day the results came the results came in but 
it won't happen overnight for most people. And so it's just how do you get yourself in a place where you keep going even when you're tired? Almost anyone can start anything, but few people can stay the course. Few people can keep at it till the results come. And it's the law. I think one of the first things that you have to remember, one of the first things that can help to ground yourself in moments like that is to remember that the universe works on principles. You know, from my faith, I believe that God has set principles in motion. And one of those principles is the principle of seed time and harvest. And it might take time, but you can bet on it that if you sow a seed, there would be the reward. You're going to reap something. You know, in all labor, there is profiting. And so you just want to remember that. You want that to be what grounds you in moments where you feel like, will there ever be anything? Like, will anything ever come out of this? Will this ever yield anything? You want to remember that seed time and harvest and you're sowing those seeds and it might take time but something is going to happen on the other side you know and still on the topic of my faith something else is like just the word of god and the promises that are in the bible i know there are these verses that i always go to like in moments where i feel like when would this thing change like when would when would there be a shift right there's this verse psalm 31 verse 15 verse 14 to 15 and it's it's from the bible and it's this promise from god you know david is saying but i trust in you O lord i say you are my god my times are in your hands and that just that for me that's very comforting because every time i feel like i want the next thing to happen already i want to run out of this season you know we don't always get to run out of seasons and if there's any time that's ever illustrated that so perfectly it's this season of coronavirus and the the fact that we weren't planning i don't think anybody was planning to be in this situation for as long as we have been in it and to not really see a clear end in sight you know and for me it's just going back every time i feel those things and even beyond um, apart from COVID 19 and just to life generally and just you know when would this thing change when would this thing happen when will i blow things like that is that feeling of comfort that comes when i remember that my times are in god's hands and that i'm kept by somebody and there's a plan for my life and there's a plan that keeps me moving i'm on course you know there's there's a path i'm walking on and so that's very comforting for me just remembering that there's also that verse that says promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south but god is the judge and god he put it down down one he put it down one and set it up another and it's just like that idea of every time i feel impatient i just go back to god straight like i just i say things like that i'm like promotion coming not from left or right it's not in my strength my times are in god's hands god i want this to happen i want to see purple my purpose established i want you know destiny to be fulfilled i want this to reach more people i want to do this i want to do that but i trust your timing and i trust what you're doing another thing that has been important for me in dealing with impatience is now i'm, I'm i was trying to think of the way to frame this but let me just say the way it came to me to doubt yourself let me let me quickly explain that before someone gets takes this the wrong way not doubting your abilities or doubting the call of god in your life but i think second not i don't want to say second guessing either but it's the idea of being a little wary of your estimation of your readiness i think that's that's what i'm just going to say you know it's easy to think i can handle it you know i can handle fame i can handle success i can handle a, a large following i can handle we always think that we're ready we always think that it's time but personally i feel like the worst thing is to have an opportunity to, opportunity come to you and then realize that you're not ready for the opportunity to to want something so bad and then finally get it and to realize that you weren't prepared or you weren't as prepared as you thought let me just start from personal experience so i wrote my very first book um 
my no, I got my very first book published when I was thirteen. I wrote it when I was twelve. Prior to that, I've been writing short stories and stuff. But I just had this wonderful opportunity come to me at that time and so my first book was published and it was about teen pregnancy and i remember feeling like oh this is a message i want to share because i've always had a very strong relationship with my parents my mom and i would have friends come to me with issues because that was a time when facebook was picking up and we were in like just three just two you know we were just learning what it meant for people to like you like for guys to like you as a girl and for them to approach you in a sense and to it was just like we're thrown into this larger pool prior to that people it was if you're born in your school likes you then that's fine you know but it's this small community maybe a boy in your church or maybe a boy wherever you go right maybe a friend a family friend things like that a neighbor but this time it was facebook right it was so many people was people from everywhere white boys brown boys strange boys everybody and i guess the same thing happened for boys too where you just saw this pool of so many ladies and i remember i remember having these conversations with my friends and it was just a conversation about should we be doing this should we be engaging with these boys should we be talking to them and for me this might sound naive to some people but my my answer was yo like i've never been down this road we're practically the same age right i know i feel i act like i have my stuff together but really i just talked to my mom about this stuff and i remember one of my friends looking at me like huh are <laughs> you gonna tell my mommy what exactly uh, you know and for me that was like but who else would you go to like who else has walked this path who else do you know that has been a young girl and is no longer a young girl like she's the first person like she's like our first point of contact she's She's supposed to be like the, the direct person to go to. And I understand that so many people do, don't have that relationship with their parents, with their moms. And I knew that then. And so the concept of the book was about teen pregnancy and, you know, how can we work on getting a better relationship with our mothers and things like that. So I wrote this book, yeah? And my mom didn't really tell it was, was published. Neither did my mother in the Lord. So she's the pastor of my church, the church I, I went to growing up. No, no, they, nobody read it other than the editor before it was published. And I remember after it was published, they read the book like the, all all these women that i really respected actually read the book and i remember feeling the feeling of wow they think it makes sense like they're impressed and it was just that feeling of this is good and so many things came from that book i had opportunities to speak at different places um there were schools in like oya state where i grew up where the book was uh, adopted for all the students in like the final year for them to read like a lot of doors open i even got like a state award from like the first lady of the state because of the book so so much came out of it i was just 13 14 15 and it felt like this is how i'm going to blow this is it this is how i become a household name this is how i reach more people and i share this message with young girls and encourage them of course that hasn't changed right i'm still doing that with people but i thought like at that time it was going to blow up now years later looking back at that season and all the blowing up that didn't happen the way I thought it was going to happen i realized that i wanted the things i thought i could handle at 13 huh, i couldn't it's just the truth i couldn't i thought i could take that like i could become really wealthy at that point and i know people have done it and some people have done it successfully and maybe god, god would not maybe god would have kept me and helped me and my parents would have helped to keep me grounded but you know what are the odds what are the odds that i would have come out of that whole what are the odds that have come out of that unscathed and just thinking back to those years and we we've seen this thing so many times from young actors to to just different people from different walks of life and you see fame really cripple people and evangelist i don't know if he's an evangelist or pastor but chris kane says that if the strength within you isn't really developed the light on you will kill you you know and it's that concept of 
you can be known for so many things. Like I could have been known for my gift, but imagine being so young, being so appreciated for, for your gift, that the pressure that comes with having to be perfect, the pressure that comes with having to have all the answers, with being the, the, that child star, and just so many things that, so many parts of the things that we want that we don't really think deeply about. And it goes to like from marriage to your career growth. Like, are you ready for the diplomacy that it would take to be in a place of leadership? The fact that everything stops at your table, even though you're human, like everybody else. For example, in this season of COVID-19, nobody, like there wasn't a meeting for all the leaders, like the president, for all of them prior with like the virus to say, okay, guys, I'm coming, get your act in order. I'm coming. No, the way it shocked you was the way it shocked everybody else, right? Maybe they had uh, more experts around them to give them more data and things like that. But the truth is we were all met by this thing at the same time, but they had to respond at a higher level of authority because of the position that they were in. They, they had to respond with more details. They had to respond with the plan and people were crumbling in their homes. People were falling under the pressure in their homes, but the leaders weren't allowed to crumble under that pressure. And so yes, keep being prepared, but be careful what you think that you're able to handle already. And this just goes back to trusting that God understands these things more than you do. And just trusting your process. Like every time I feel like, you know, this should have happened already. I'm like, you know what? Maybe God is still working something out. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the daily learnings. I'm, I'm fine with the daily lessons. I'm fine with these things progressing gradually. Because like I said earlier, one of the worst things that can happen to you is to have an opportunity you want badly, that you've been dying for, to come to you and then you realize that you're not prepared for it. Whether you finally, you like maybe you show up and you do what you're supposed to do and then the things you never planned for happen and you can't handle them, or you're not just prepared for the opportunity itself. You know, all the things I thought I was ready for, it's so funny. So in the book, I had like this portion where I was like campaigning on, you know, finding your purpose first, you don't need a guy. And I, I honestly, I stand by it because like if you're in high school, there are more pressing matters and there's so many mistakes that you can avoid if you just keep yourself out of the whole relationship dating scene. Anyway, so I was saying that, but few months after I, I wrote the book, Helped by the Holy Spirit, but few months after the message came through me, I fell into the trap myself, you know, and I was out here liking somebody and I got into a situationship and all sorts of things happened. And all of this just to show that sometimes your gift might be ready, but your person isn't ready. You know, um, I was listening to something by Apostle Selman a while back and he was talking, and this was about like prophecies and things like that. And he was talking about how the prophecy comes from the comes from the Holy Spirit, but sometimes the vessel can misinterpret what's happening. Like it can pass across the message in a way that's not as good. Like sometimes the gift is great, the gift is ready to go, but you are not ready to go, and you can't have one or the other because that's what causes like dissonance and the person just crumbles. Many times we think we're ready. We think that maybe because your gift is mature or you've been working on your craft, you can handle all the all the nuts and bolts that come with managing managing people, managing things, or being on large stages or running a business. We just think we're ready. And you want to be careful that you're not overestimating your readiness. And honestly, it's something that many times we can't do ourselves. And that's why we, we go back to trusting God and trusting his timing. And so those are some ways that I deal with being impatient. So those are some answers I have for impatience that when I feel those, I just want the next thing. I just want the next thing. I remind myself of these things. And there's also the fact that seasons, seasons are important. 
whatever you're going through, there's a lesson you can learn and there's something that it's building in you. You might have not wanted it. Maybe you even made a mistake that led you into it, but there's value that you can get out of it. And this just goes back to my faith and how, and the trust I have in a God that loves me. And if you're, if you don't know that this is just my mind to share that with you too, that you're not a mistake. You're not here by accident. There's a God that loves you. And it might just be time for you to connect back to that God and to realize that, you know, somebody bigger than me that sees everything. It sees the past. It sees the present. It sees the future. That person cares for me and is working things out for me. So even when I don't know what's happening or maybe I've made mistakes that have led me to certain things in life is able to reorient things in my favor and for my good. So those are some things that help me. Now, one more thing I want to say, or a few more things I want to say concerning this impatience is that there are things that foster impatience that help you to be more impatient than you even were planning to be in the, uh, in the beginning or more impatient than you would have been normally. And not to hate on social media again, because it seems like I've just been on this social media matter for a while, but social media is very big in this aspect. Like, I like to shop and I've had to deal with like not being a shopaholic and just saving my money and things like that. But one thing that I discovered that I learned personally was the fact that you don't want something you haven't seen. It's like you didn't want it before you saw it. You know, it's like that moment where you're walking by a store and you see a dress. You didn't have that dress on your mind 30 minutes before because you didn't know it existed. But the minute you, you saw it or the minute you see it, it becomes your obsession it becomes what you want and that's what social media does so sometimes you're doing fine you're living out your purpose you're going with the grind you understand that you have to put the work in this is just your season to sow the seeds like all the people that have gone before you everybody put in the work before they saw the results so this is your time to put in the work to be on your grind and you're fine with it until you go on social media and then you see somebody that you knew from somewhere or someone that you don't even know and you're like huh why am i not there yet and that just awakens this monster of impatience in you and so you want to be careful with what you're feeding on so that you don't awaken things that are just going to leave you depressed things that are just going to leave you wanting things that you never even knew you wanted and that even goes beyond the dreams that you actually had there are things that we start chasing that they're not even part of our dreams at all like they were not in your in your plan but now that somebody has it you're like maybe that's what i want maybe that's what i should have and so you you can you can be led off your own course entirely you can leave your entire path your entire calling because you've now seen something on social media that you think this looks nice i should have that too even though it's not part of your purpose it's not part of your destiny you don't need it but now you're running a race that you were never ordained to run just because you saw it online or just because you saw it in somebody else's life and things like that in moments when you see things like that you feel that um, impatience coming up, you say, no, I'm on my own journey. You are on your own journey. You will be judged based on your own journey. Nobody is going to judge you based on another person's journey. Like you don't get judged based on somebody else's exam. It's what you are called to do that you will be judged for in your own life. And so getting to a place where you can find pleasure in your own process in the, on the path that God ordained for you on the path that you're on. There's this, there's another verse from the Bible i really like it says pay careful attention to your own work for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else i think that that is so big good things take time your story is going to take time your path is going to take time and it would make for a more beautiful more robust more compelling story all these things that you're going through but you want to remember that 
at the start of your journey. So when next you're feeling impatient, just take a deep breath and understand that you are on a path. You sow the seeds, you will reap, you will reap the results, okay? And so yeah, that's just some of the stuff I want to share about being impatient and what to do when you're feeling impatient. And even going back to like COVID-19 as a season and being impatient with COVID-19. Fall in love with your journey again. Like your purpose isn't on hold because of the pandemic. There are things that you can still do to move towards your own purpose. And you want to have those moments. You want to sit back and explore your talents. You want to explore new ways of expression and things like that. So fall in love with the season that you're in and trust that somebody is guiding your path. Somebody that cares for you. Somebody that has all the power. Staying takes strength. You know, we need to start exercising the, the muscle of long suffering, you know, the muscle of, I can stay at this. I can invest in this. And I guess next week I'm going to do an episode on staying power, but that's what I wanted to share on this episode, you know? So think about it. Think about it. When next you're feeling impatient, think about everything I've said. This has been Bimisola Sola on the Dreamer Girl podcast. As always, I'm so grateful that you tuned in till next week. Keep going after your dreams. Bye guys.